You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Monday, everybody, and we welcome you into Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you on a Monday following a tie, November the 15th into Tuesday, November 16th on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day indeed. Thanks for listening and joining us today on Locked On Lions. A lot to discuss today. Dan Campbell still, still defending Jared Goff. Jared Goff is the guy. They are going to ride or die, and they're dying. With Jared Goff at 0-8-1 as their quarterback. Hear what Dan Campbell had to say as he was asked point blank. Well, why should he still be your starting quarterback? His response to that today at his Monday press conference coming up momentarily. Also, I think Brad Holmes is getting uh, off a little scot-free here when it comes to the backup quarterback situation. We'll get into that coming up next as well. Some ugly stats, some ugly numbers when you look at the Detroit Lions and where their offense is historically. Uh, And also, Pro Football Focus, their top five and bottom five offensive and defensive performers for the weekend Um, when it comes to the Lions in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. we got to dive into that. Plus, Dan Campbell says the Lions are going to work out some kickers. Thank goodness. I've got a list for you that I'll tell you about momentarily coming up on the program as well. You can follow us on Twitter, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter. And also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Thank you for listening and joining us. We had a arousing edition of the post game pod yesterday, in case you missed it. Please go back and check it out. Of course, you can find all the shows at lockedonlions.com. Um, all right, so all the talk, and it should be, is about Jared Goff. Uh, yesterday, for some strange reason, and this has been talked about ad nauseum, Jared Goff has uh, had a, uh, an injured oblique. Uh, ribs, whatever you want to say, and yet the Lions stuck with him. There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it in the mind of Dan Campbell, and he repeated himself yesterday in the postgame numerous times that they were not, were not going to take him out of the game. Mark Brunel, the coaching staff, the training staff, everybody agreed. He gave them the best chance to win. Among passers with 100 attempts this season, just to give you a little background, Jared Goff is tied for fifth in times sacked. He's been sacked 26 times. He has the second highest yards per times sacked, 8.42, only behind Kyler Murray, who, of course, scrambles a lot. So it seems like every time Goff takes a sack, they lose a ton of yards. The Lions recorded the second lowest team passing yards, 77 yesterday, in an overtime game by a team that completes at least 14 passes in NFL history yesterday. Now, again, Goff finished with 114 yards, but with the amount of yards he took in sacks, they had a a team passing yards stat of 77 yesterday. I could go on and on. Jared Goff stinks Three of the last four games, he has not thrown a touchdown pass, and they're paying him $25 million a year. And the best they can do at the backup spot is David Blau? Oh, oh, but but remember, Dees, 
They, they signed Tim Boyle in the offseason. And then Tim Boyle broke his thumb. And he could be coming back soon. Maybe, maybe it would be different if Tim Boyle's around. What an indictment of general manager Brad Holmes. Now, again, let me be honest. Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell aren't going anywhere. This season wasn't going to be a good one regardless. All right, I pegged them to win four games, four and 13. Right now, they are not getting there at 0-8 and 1. Brad Holmes inherited a terrible roster. He's going to get the benefit of the doubt from me for a while. Same with Dan Campbell. Did Dan Campbell coach a good game yesterday? No. Should the Lions have beaten the Steelers? Yes. But Brad Holmes shouldn't be 100% off the hook here. The Lions have two quarterbacks on their roster, and the backup must be so bad that he couldn't even get into yesterday's game when the starter couldn't complete a pass and was injured and when healthy can't complete throws. David Blau, the best he can do is go out for the coin toss in his shiny white uniform in overtime and help the Lions get the ball. That's what he did. That's all he's good for, apparently. Today, John Macaroon from uh, SI.com, the Lions beat writer for SI, asked Dan Campbell about why, why is Goff deserving of still being your starting quarterback when he's been this bad? This courtesy of DetroitLions.com. Take a listen to his answer. In your own words, why does he deserve to still be your starting quarterback? Um, well, I think right now, when you think about what we've changed uh, after the bye and the fact that uh, we wanted to tinker with a couple of things, and then there again, I, I, I kind of took over the green dot, if you will, um, you know, there was a certain way we wanted to go. We wanted to take shots early. We took one shot and, and we didn't get it, but there's also pressure in his face when he's trying to throw it. All right. So that thing comes up and then you end up in one of these games where the weather and you realize that you're running it well, you're going to continue to run it. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to say that he shouldn't be the guy right now. It's hard to say that man, because, um, you know, oh man, make this. Well, there again, every time we tried to throw it and drop back, just about where our protection breaks down. And so, uh, until we can we can do things right around him. Now he, yeah, there there's throws we want to see that he needs to make. I mean, there was a dart to that we threw to Leaf. You know that he should make, and he's pissed off about it too. Um, but ultimately, I I still think right now he he's the guy that gives us the best chance. And that audio courtesy of DetroitLions.com. Dan Campbell said it's hard to say why he shouldn't be the guy. There's a little bit of a double standard going on here, which I don't quite understand. What is that? I'll tell you coming up next. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone. And you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package.
All right, so you heard from Dan Campbell, Lions head coach on Jared Goff. Let me ask a question here. When Jamie Collins wasn't giving effort and wasn't performing, what did the Lions do? The Lions cut him. They tried to trade him, they deactivated him, and they cut him. When Bobby Price wasn't getting it done at cornerback, what did the Lions do? They benched him. And they said, Bobby, you're no longer playing. Jerry Jacobs, you're in. When kickers couldn't get the job done in the preseason, Zane Gonzalez and the other guys, what did the Lions do? I don't even remember these people's names anymore. Randy Bullock, Zane Gonzalez. You're gone. Cut. Every Anthony Lynn, you can't call plays anymore. The offense is so bad, you're being demoted. The offensive coordinator sits in the press box and doesn't call the plays anymore. Dan Campbell does. So why does Jared Goff get a free pass? Is it because he has a relationship with Brad Holmes? Oh, I drafted him in L.A. and I I know him so well. He's going to get through this. Coddle, coddle, coddle. Everybody else gets kicked to the curb, demoted, whatever. Lions are messing around with Dan Campbell. But the one guy that gets a free pass is your bad quarterback. Why? Why? They couldn't have signed another quarterback when Tim Boyle got hurt? Nope, we're going to be just fine with Jared. He sucks. Tell me again, anybody out there that thinks this is the, the future of the team. And they owe him another $22, $23 million next year. There could be more dead money. You can't trot this guy out next year. Why does he get a free pass? Now, do I think David Blau would have come in yesterday and lit the world on fire? No. But at least David Blau would have been a threat to throw the ball down the field. Goff was hurt and ineffective. He had like 40 yards passing through three quarters. I, I, I don't get it. Everybody else gets put in their place sometimes. You know? Guys have to be better. This guy has to do well. Jared Goff, oh, no, he had pressure in his face all day. Oh, the weather was bad. Oh, the play calling might not be good enough. Every They've had an out for everything this guy's done, but he's not performing. Well, his receiving core's young. Oh, okay. Had a Pro Bowl tight end out there with him yesterday who was targeted once. It's very interesting. It's a double standard. Jared Goff gets a free pass. He does. Tell me I'm wrong. Hit me up on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks. Tell me I'm wrong. There's, I'm not. He's not performing. He's not good. Now he's hurt. Go find another quarterback. Somebody. I'm not saying sign Kaepernick. Terrell, Terrell Pryor, the, for, the former uh, NFL player, former Ohio State quarterback. I guess TMZ caught up, found him the other day. Or yesterday, and Terrell Pryor said, yeah, me and Kaepernick could do better than that guy in Detroit. <laughs> Terrell Pryor. That is so random. But he's not wrong. 
this team, I think it's eight straight games now. They haven't even scored over 20 points. i got to remember this uh, stat. I know I've given you a lot of numbers today. Give me one second here. All right, the Lions have scored 20 or less points now in one, two, three, four, five, six, eight games. In the opener, they put up 33 points. Since 17, 17, 14, 17, 11, 19, 6, and 16. Eight consecutive games where they haven't scored 20 points. Do you watch the NFL, people? I know you do. That's almost impossible in today's NFL. This offense is a joke. I know they're a ways away. It's going to be a rebuild. It is a rebuild. They're not going to win a lot next year either. They got 11 or 12 draft picks coming. I get it. But can we see some progress at least? We saw an offensive line today, uh, yesterday, that did play well. We saw a running game that got better. But my goodness, could they score some points? They can't even throw the ball. It's like peewee football. uh, My buddy Megan Malloy that I work with, Megan's like, that was peewee football. It was. The announcers were like, man, Matt Nelson's hurt. He played a huge factor. Matt Nelson's carrying the offense as a sixth offensive lineman. All right, PFF grades and kickers. We will get you that coming up next. The Lions will be working out some kickers. Thank goodness for what we saw yesterday. If you haven't tried a Built Bar by now, you're missing out. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. I just got a package in today of the uh, uh, blueberry uh, muffin uh, uh, Built Bars and cookies and cream. I'm so excited. Stocked up today. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste like one. You have to try one of these amazing bars yourself to believe it. Most protein bars are chalky or waxy or just plain hard to choke down. Well, a Built Bar, soft, covered in 100% real chocolate. And when you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. It is more of an experience, one that you'll enjoy. In fact, you'd swear you're eating a candy bar. That's why I love these things. Whether it's double chocolate, coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, Built Bar does it all. All right. This month, Built is coming out with a new limited time flavor like every three to four days. So you got to check out their website all the time. You don't want to miss out. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-15, and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And hey, our friends at BetOnline.ag are back and better than ever. You got Monday Night Football tonight, Rams and Niners. You want to bet on the game? You want to bet on your boy Stafford? Do so at BetOnline.ag, a new web interface for the start of basketball season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the action this season. Head to the new website or your mobile device, sign up today, and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive the bonus. All right? Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. I get all the updated odds, the spreads are all there, prop bets, whatever. You can do it all at Bet Online. Bet Online, where? The game starts. All right. uh, Pro Football Focus, our friends at PFF.com. Highest graded Lions defenders and lowest graded. Let's do top five defense first. The highest graded Lions defender yesterday is somebody that many of you probably don't even know. His name is Mark Gilbert, the former Steelers cornerback. 30 snaps 
83.3 grade. He played well yesterday. He was the one that got beat on that uh, Johnson catch and then came back and stripped him of the ball in overtime. Mark Gilbert, 83.3. Charles Harris, 78.6. Tracy Walker, before the concussion, 76.5. Aleem McNeil, only played 15 snaps, but played well, 74.7. And Will Harris, yes, uh, 73.0. Bottom five Lions defenders, Dean Marlowe, 46.8. Jerry Jacobs struggled yesterday, 53.5. Alex Anzalone continues to do nothing positive, 55.0. Levi Onzerike, 55.6. And Nick Williams, 59.1. Those are your top five and bottom five. Defensive performers from yesterday's 16-16 tie to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Up next, by the way, the Browns this Sunday. Baker Mayfield, sore knee is day-to-day. Would not surprise me in the least if the Browns play Case Keenum this week. Baker Mayfield's got like a shoulder problem, an arm problem, a knee problem. Really struggled yesterday against the Patriots. Wouldn't stun me if the Browns said, Baker, take a week off. Relax, rest, because he's banged up. Case Keenum already won him a game uh, earlier this year. All right, on offense, the highest-rated offensive player was Matt Nelson at a 75.2 before he got hurt. Panay Sewell had a great game. 72.9, did not allow a single pass pressure yesterday against uh, T.J. Watt. How about that? What a job by Panay Sewell, the Lions' right tackle, grading out at a 72.9. Uh, Brock Wright, the backup tight end, 67.5. Amon Ross St. Brown, 61.4. And Halapulavati Vaitai, 58.6. Those are your top five offensive performers. Now, a guy like Godwin Iguabuike had a 94 grade, but he only played four snaps. It has to be somebody that was out there enough and a lot. Bottom five Lion defenders, according to Pro Football Focus at PFF.com. TJ Hawkinson, dead last, 41.9. Jared Goff, 44. (laughs) Jeez. Khalif Raymond, 49.8. Jonah Jackson, 50.6. And DeAndre Swift, a bit of a surprise here. Grading out at just a 52.8. His pass blocking grade was a 17.2. So apparently DeAndre Swift really struggled in the passing game when it came to blocking. That brought his grade down immensely because he was at a 62.4 running the ball. So uh, those are your bottom five Lions um, performers on offense. Uh, They got to get TJ Hawkinson going. He's too good of a football player to not being more involved. Uh, but ironically enough, Dan Campbell is the one calling the plays. But uh, T.J. Hawkinson definitely uh, struggled uh, yesterday. Um, as far as kickers go, Dan Campbell said today the Lions will bring in some kickers for a workout this week after Ryan Santoso missed a point after yesterday and, of course, the game-winning field goal in overtime. Here is a list of free agent kickers that is that are out there right now. Steven Goskowski, who was with the Patriots forever and was cut by the Titans. Dan Bailey, the former Vikings and Cowboys kicker. Eddie Pinheiro, the former Bears and Colts kicker. Tristan Viscaino, who started the year as the Chargers kicker. 
And this guy, this would be perfect for the Lions. Chris Blewett. B-L-E-W-I-T-T. Wouldn't that just be apropos that the Lions signed a guy named Blewett? The former Washington football team kicker is now out of work. So I, I, if you're a Goskowski guy, I mean, he was money forever. He's 37 years old. Um, I mean, Dan Bailey has no range. He, he can't kick anything past 45 anymore. Eddie Pinheiro? <laughs> Those are your options, folks, for free agent kickers. All right, we got the Locked On crossover on Thursday. We'll head to Cleveland. More guests. Uh, I got something working tomorrow as well. Locked On Lions, thanks for making us your first listen each and every day here on Locked On Lions. After what was just a head-scratching game yesterday, still can't believe it. 0-8-1, heading to Cleveland this weekend. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.